New asthma guidelines were published in December of 2020. They focus on just six areas. Will these recommendations affect your asthma treatment? The name of this podcast is Asthmaniac. I'm Dr. Tim Raishan, and I designed this podcast to give my asthma patients essential information about asthma. My goal is to put asthma patients in control of their breathing, preventing asthma attacks, and pursuing active, rested, and fulfilled lives with confidence. Well, the National Institutes of Health, National Heart, Lung, and Blood Institute coordinated this update. The recommendations were published on December 1st, 2020, and focused on just six areas. Fractional exhaled nitric oxide testing, inhaled allergen mitigation, intermittent inhaled corticosteroids, immunotherapy in the treatment of allergic asthma, and bronchial thermoplasty. Only four of these six areas have immediate implications for asthma disease management in primary care like we do here at Asthmaniac. I'll review the recommendations briefly here and cover them in more detail on a dedicated page at asthmaniac.com. Major points. These guidelines are not as wide-ranging as those developed and released in 2007. The new recommendations are based on reviews of the scientific literature and the use of a grade methodology for assigning a level of certainty of benefit for each recommendation that ranges from low to moderate to high. Of the six areas, only numbers 2, 3, 5, and 6 have practical implications for primary asthma care. I've put together this quick read summary of the recommendations. I have only included recommendations that have moderate or high certainty of benefit for patients. The first one, indoor allergens. Pillow covers and mattress bags to seal in allergens are recommended if you have symptoms. Next, allergy shots. Subcutaneous immunotherapy, or allergy shots, are recommended for adults and children over 5 with mild to moderate allergic asthma as long as they have lab or skin testing data to support the allergy. Next, wheezing in kids. Children from ages 0 to 4 with recurrent wheezing, as in more than 3 times a year, triggered by colds and upper respiratory infections, should have a short course, like 7 to 10 days, of inhaled corticosteroid at the onset of a new wheezing episode. And in kids four and older with moderate to severe persistent asthma, a combination inhaler containing formoterol and steroid can be used as both a daily controller and as a rescue medicine. In kids 12 and older with mild persistent asthma, inhaled corticosteroids should be used daily, either along with rescue albuterol or in a combination inhaler that includes albuterol. In kids 12 and older, along with adults, with uncontrolled persistent asthma, long-acting muscarinic antagonists can be added to the inhaled corticosteroid regimen for better control. As I said, I have devoted a full page on asthmaniac.com to discuss how these recommendations will affect my asthma care plans in further detail. If you have questions about asthma management or want to update your asthma action plan and medication prescriptions, grab an appointment and let's talk. Asthmaniac is all online, all about asthma. Your go-to for asthma doctor visits, asthma medication refills, personalized asthma action plans, and asthma education. Asthmaniac.com